Hi guys, it's your girl Booney and you're listening to episode 28 of the Booney Breakdown Podcast where we sometimes cry, we always laugh, we can get a bit ratchet, but we're always going to break it down. In the last week on my social media sites, on Instagram and Facebook, I asked people who are their favorite insecure characters. We got a lot of comments for Issa. We got some for Tasha. Someone said all of them. I think a lot for the Kelly High. Whoop, whoop. Um, but this is what we're going to talk about in this episode. And I want to thank the few of you who sent in voicemails, who made the comments. But we're just going to dive right into this. So let's get ready to break it down. My favorite character is Issa because, well, single Issa because um she's just so awkward and to the point where she's borderline autistic and I think that um she's just she has to be single in order to be funny and she just makes me feel better about my own life and my own failures so I'm representing for the fellas and I'm Tame Lawrence all the way um I like the way that Jay Ellis presents his role as as Lawrence because it's so relatable. I mean, you can see the realness in his character. And, I mean, as a man who's gone through a long-term relationship and had to deal with the aftermath of the breakup, um, you know, it's a, it's a tough place to be in because you don't know if you want to hold on to it based off of the time and energy that you've invested into it or if you want to just completely walk away because you might feel like it's just so much wrong being done that, you know, you, you can never come back from it or recover from it. And, um, you know, I, I just look at his portrayal of Lawrence like, damn, I've been in many of those situations. I don't know if I would necessarily deal with, you know, a lot of the circumstances that he's in the way that he does. But, you know, it's it's so relatable, you know, from jumping out of a relationship and then, you know, catching that rebound chick or you know, just wanting to get on the scene and have fun. And, you know, we see that in Lawrence. You know, his character is very flawed um, as a man. And, and I can appreciate the fact that we can see that. Um, I just want to shout you out, Adrian. Keep the bony breakdown going. I love what you're doing, baby. Hey guys, it's your girl Boonie and I'm back. I'm giving you a second episode this week. I feel like you guys deserved it. Uh, I took a few weeks off to drop the new season and everyone on Twitter, even my guest today, uh, kept hounding me. You haven't talked about Insecure. You haven't talked about Insecure. So this episode is all about insecure and so I want to welcome you have to you have her literally to thank for this because I just was not gonna do it so welcome to the boonie breakdown Nydia hey <laughs> how are you I'm good I'm ex- so excited because I'm I can't I'm tired I'm so tired with Lisa. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> tired and it's so funny because I just felt like everybody was talking about this and I'm like you know I'm not gonna do it but it was you a couple other people were like oh my god when are you gonna talk about this yes on your podcast and I feel like for half the season I wasn't even putting out new episodes so I guess I came back right in time. Yes, definitely. So I, I want to kind of do it different. Like, I don't want to do like a bi-episode recap. 
I thought it would be fun to kind of do like a character dive in and like break down each character on the show or the ones who kind of matter and the ones who are like those ones that pop in and out that are comic relief or they upset you Mm. or whatever that they do yeah so that's what i want to do all right so we're gonna start first and if i don't know their names then maybe you know them because i feel like so many people do we know their names like first Issa's brother do we know his name no he eats a brother I mean, he was only in, let's say, maybe two to three episodes. He's Issa's brother. That's it. That's yeah. I literally can't think of a name. Um, but I am curious. I do hope in season three, they dig into him more. Like, finally in the finale, they confirmed that he was gay. Um, when he was like, you know, no no dick come in the house unless I'm fucking it. Right. <laughs> Okay, but you yes, know, I, def- him, I felt like they gave him and they shaped him and created him, and not only that, like developed him to make him the like antithesis of Issa. Like he's everything yes. that she isn't. Like he's got a BMW, he's got a house, he's this is true. Like he's ready to you know be on his whole game in the right way. So I felt like they needed that contrast because we look at Issa and it's like, girl. Get your life together. Right. <laughs> that we is lie. true. Her brother out here bagging. I did PP was driving a BMW. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that but isn't that how it always well not in all families, but I feel like in some families it's like the one sibling is on point and the other sibling is kind of struggling mm-hmm. finding their way still. Yeah, that's a good point, especially when we think about all our favorite black TV shows. Yeah. yeah. Mm. so they I feel like that's what they did there with him but the other thing too is like I think he also does that comic relief because whenever he shows up like (laughs) he was at the dinner party he was at the kickback at her house and then when she's moving out the apartment but even in like that sad ass scene with her and Lawrence last night he was like, bitch, your time is up. Yeah. <laughs> like, how funny was that when it ended? Now, that was funny because it's like, oh, my phone's ringing and then it's him. <laughs> I thought that was, like, perfect because I thought he was going to bust up in the apartment, but I thought the phone mm. call was better. I thought he was going to leave her and be like, girl, I'm gone. You took too long. I <laughs> that said, how long? funny, too. <laughs> Yeah, so I like I about it like that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I like Issa's brother. They can keep him next season. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get. Th- we're gonna bust through these first ones because I feel like some of the ones at the end of the list we're going to go in. Thug Yoda or the blood who lives <laughs> in her apartment complex. <laughs> okay, so what do you think his like his purpose is? Because if you think about it in season one, I felt like it was a little bit defined just to give that. California hood type feel like don't forget where Issa live at even though she's hanging with Molly and she's doing our profit mm-hmm. like she's still low income in the hood but now I don't kind of know where they put him yeah I feel like that might have been it originally and now I just feel like he's also like another comic relief like yeah. <laughs> Brock Pot <laughs> yo when he said that he was like I need some Bleenex bleach like <laughs> Right. Borax bleach, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the dedication it takes 
to say all mm. those bees. I can't. <laughs> when so, you yeah. told Callie, like, you beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I see that too. Like, but I guess, again, where would he fit in as far as the storyline's going? Because now Issa's moving, so she ain't... That's what I was going to say. Again. Like, is Thug Yoda gone? That mm. is actually disappointing to think about now. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe she'll, know. like, move to a nearby complex and, like, see him in the Rite Aid or something. I don't know. And the I would. Well, I don't know, because she's too broke to afford I would. She can't hmm. even afford that anymore. <laughs> All these people need help, <laughs> girl. Mm. And that's—I guess—that's the thing too. Because before, no, I'm like, what age range do you think the characters are? Like, are they still in their twenties? Are they still in their in their early thirties? So that's the thing. And you know, that was one of my big things because I felt like season one, in real life, Issa's our age. So season mm-hmm. one, I felt like, okay, this is relatable. This is believable. Now it's like she's fresh out of undergrad. But they can't be fresh, you know, early 20s because Molly's not an associate and has her Esquire. So it's like their careers are kind of early 30s, but their personal lives is like they just turned 21 and I can't. Yeah, it's, I, I I feel that that like I, the only way, like you said, was like Molly is established. Right. So, yeah, it has to be like maybe they're like 28 but even still, like, think about when you was 28. Like, come on. I mean, I know we won't, we'll get there, but like, a, a boy <laughs> not in your eye and you mad at 28? Like, really? Girl. Child, child, child. All right, we're going to we're going to go to Tiffany and Derek. Because I got to okay. put them together. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, they are. They're one. They're they one. one. So, for me, I felt like also one of the themes this season was kind of like behind closed doors and then public. And I think they kind of are that picture-perfect couple. But as, like, Tiffany kind of said um, early on in the in the season, like, yeah, girl, because Derek had moved out, was in a hotel, but that's anything on there. So, you know, I felt like <laughs> they played with the characters, like, this is how they are in public, even with it's with their friends, even with it's in work, their um, office. But behind closed doors, this is what's really going on with them. Yeah, and I was also wondering, too, because I, I couldn't remember all the details of season one. But was this ep- this season when Derek um, met up with Lawrence the two times, was that the first time we saw him on the show without his wife? Oh, that's a good point. I think so. Because I remember every other time they were together. They were Derek and Tiffany. They were a couple. Yeah. And then the first time we saw him is when he had the, you know, the beer with Lawrence. And they were, he's like, you was fucking up too. Like, right. And then this time when they were putting up the TV. So, I mean, those are the only two times I can recall him being around without her. Mm-hmm. So what do you so think curi- about the ending though? My bad. No, I was like, I'm just curious to see if that continues next but- season. But here's my thing. Did you see? So here's what I feel like. And I'm trying to figure this out because maybe it just could be me reading in too much to it. But did you feel like Tiffany had lied to him about where she was that night of the slave show? Mm. Because remember, she told Issa and them she was coming over there. And when Derek is at Lawrence's house with Chad, he's like, Tiffany is watching at Issa's. But oh, Issa, then they go to Issa and they like, oh, Tiffany canceled. So did she lie to her husband and she went somewhere else? 
she just home sick being very pregnant see you know I'm, I'm always strategy so I'm like wait a minute this bitch sneaky oh see I so maybe that's just me but that's what I kind of that thought. might just be you but that's a plausible thought because, I like it yeah that's a little suspect and then she was that definitely is. texting them so I don't know because I've never again we like you just said we never really see them apart and it's like, no. oh, where's Tiffany at? Oh, she at Issa's. And Issa like, girl, she canceled. So it's like, oh, okay, Tiffany. That might be a key. I'm going to remember that. I actually mm. did not pick up on that. But that's that's a good one. Mm-hmm. All right. Next, Chad. So I love Chad. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah. I love Chad. Chad. Okay, I feel like if any of the men on the show that the men want to give a hive to, I th- I like the Chad hive. Like <laughs> the Chad hive. Chad, <laughs> Chad is like that ancient uncle who hit you to the game. Who's like, listen, this is what you do. This is how they're gonna get you. So this is how you gotta act and just one hundred with it. I like Chad. I, I do hope that they um, move him up to a season regular because mm. I feel like he was still just like a little guest spot, like the brother. Yeah. Um, but when he was like, chicks don't need a dude as a friend. That's just an extra dick around for no reason. <laughs> yeah. And I think the thing they try to do with Chad is like Chad is like 100% bachelor, whereas Lawrence is kind of new bachelor. So I try to think they run in that parallel around them, too. Mm, yeah, like, that's a good point. Like Chad's comfortable in his skin, whereas Lawrence is just, you know, trying to navigate in through the newly single life, even though he thinks he's doing it. But he really not. He's not. Yeah, I, I do like his character. I hope they because the other time I really liked him was when Issa just showed up at his door. <laughs> that was so petty. <laughs> he was so petty. When he was oh, sipping that damn straw. <laughs> yes. But I yeah. was like, you know what? I can rock with him as a character. Yeah, me too. I would love to see him more. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe if we don't know the direction that, you know, Issa and Lawrence are going to take, but maybe if. Lawrence does become single <laughs> or stay Aww. single for a little bit. We'll see Chad more. Yeah, I can see that. All right. Okay, I can I don't even know how you pronounce her name, but Alicia Keys girl. Aparna. Aparna. Aparna, yeah. That bitch smart. Yo, I did what? not fuck with her at first. Like really? this. She's gonna be messy. I just thought it was gonna be I thought it was gonna take the angle of they were gonna start smashing and she was gonna be messy about it at work. Mm. Uh-huh. But when she was like pull over, I was like, yes, <laughs> I rock with her. I say she's smart because she totally manipulated Lawrence. And not to say Lawrence isn't the brightest, but it's like, oh, well, I mean, oh, yeah. Ex- Once he told her Issa was going to be at the dinner, oh, why don't you just take me? Like, why mm-hmm. would you do that, Lawrence? Like, that's why I was like, she's smart. And I think the thing with her telling people at work, and I don't know if they're going to go this way, because I feel like minorities we don't want our private life out at work but sometimes other minorities are just like yeah that's my man so i kind of felt like they played that dynamic but i'm wondering now that her and lawrence not dealing with each other what's that dynamic going to be and is she going to hold that over his head somehow because she's already established she knows the supervisors better than he does does yeah hmm 
but she's smart. you know she's she's smart she is and even like her timing and the um after the dinner party when Lawrence and Issa are outside that she knew let me walk out here right. and she walked out at like the right time that it was like a gut punch to Issa yeah <laughs> so yeah she's smart mm-hmm. I didn't rock with her at first I was just like I don't know about her I don't care yeah I felt like she was messy too but yeah but she won me over in the finale yeah, when she was like, nah. But you know, I did <laughs> I mean, she don't got no reason to care about Issa. But I was like, oh no, when she was like, deal with your pile of shit. I was like, damn. Right. <laughs> I was like, that's kinda, that's kinda harsh. I was like, wait, did she really just say that? Oh my god. She went hard. hard as shit. Right. But then I think again that just shows, you know, Lawrence's character. Cause who how are you letting a girl talk to you like that? Yeah. <laughs> Like, I mean, what? I I was really shocked um by her reaction in the car. So that's when she won me over. I was like, she's lit she might be the smartest woman on the show. Yeah, agreed. No, hands down. Agreed. Yeah, like she was like, Nope, this is what we're not gonna do, and I'm out. Uh-huh. It bounced. Yeah, I like it. All right. It is no surprise that this next person it's my motherfucking favorite <laughs> kelly oh my kelly. god kelly stole this season for me she oh my god it. she is everything <laughs> i do what i want hands down. Hands down. Like, she is oh she is just when she was talking about at the sexplosion and um she was like, I blame the black church. I was like, I say that like seven <laughs> times a day. <laughs> I blame the black church. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. She really is great. And I hope that they get, like I was saying with Chad, like, cause she wasn't a regular the first season, but she was a regular this season. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like she stole every scene that she was in. Agreed. Hands down. It's like they wanted... And obviously, like, I don't know Issa, but it's like this season, they wanted all the characters to be more open and, you know, not self-conscious and just being very free when I feel like Kelly has been who she is since we've been introduced to her. So Mm -hmm. I feel like they kind of wanted everyone to be like Kelly in the sense, like, okay, Issa, you go have a whole season. Okay, Lawrence, you keep messing with girls and breaking up to make up. Okay, Molly... Lord, you do whatever you're doing. Meanwhile, <laughs> Kelly has been doing what she's doing, and it always works out for her from what we see. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that's good. Plus but even comments. last like in the finale last night when she was like, you know, running a marathon, and she was like, Lord, <laughs> it was the red wedding in my drawers. Like, I'm like, yes! oh my God. Game of Thrones, hands down. You <laughs> Kelly, use my bitch already. Cause we all listen, we all caught that. Yo, I I just adore her character. Only quite like I really just hope now that they just like dress her a little better. Mm, yeah, but I feel like those things come with money as a show does well. Yeah, but I think they could dress her a little better. But yeah, I think we'll see more of her because she definitely stole it. She was everything this season. She was just perfect, and they were saying that like the um, Natasha who plays her. They said she ad-libbed like really? 70% of her lines. Wow. That's amazing. 
Yes, I thought that was even. Once I found that out, I was like, that's even. Oh, better. yeah. That means she, like, totally felt the vibe. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah, so. All right. <laughs> this is a random person. But I think she could have an interesting dynamic next season. Frida. Who is Frida, Lord? The white co-worker. Oh, okay. Um... Because just briefly, like, I forgot about her. But just as we were talking... <laughs> When she was like, she got the promotion. Yeah. And I kind of feel like maybe this might go back into more of Issa Rae's like, um, awkward black girl. Because mm-hmm. now the, the, the power shifted. Like before yeah. she was following Issa's lead and now she's like, I'm in charge. Yeah. So I'm curious yeah. about her next season. I mean, that was really my only thought about her. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see from the career standpoint of what Issa is actually going to be doing, considering, you know, the response she got this um, kind yeah. of nothing. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of She sad, was doing though. so good, and then she just, yeah. like, fucked up everything. And that's why, I'm like, they do this balance, and, you know, they always say you can't have it all, so you have to choose your personal life or your professional life, and here it is, Issa has nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. So we're getting to her. Mm. Okay, Daniel. So I like Daniel, but part of me really wants to just ask him, like, why do you like Isa? <laughs> That's what I want to ask. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't see aside from going back in the day, them having a friendship, like their match. Like, I don't see it on any levels. Yeah. And- yeah, I'm just like I want more for him. Yeah. And then if if she's going to keep, you know, yeah, I just want more for him. And, and he's I so think, good looking. Right. And I think that's the thing like he's bait, he's in the music industry. So it's kind of like like do you really like Issa or do you really feel sorry for her? Like what is it? Yeah. Like I want to see outside of Issa Daniel. I want to see what he does without her. It would be interesting, too, to get a flashback of them. I wonder if they would ever do something like that on the show. Because I need to see how this relationship came together. Besides from season one, just seeing they kept in touch through Facebook. I need to see where the connection happened. Yeah, like, I I need something else there. And I also felt like he's another one, like, we don't see much. But then when we see him, it's some, like... (laughs) awkward pivotal shift like i like i don't know like he just shows up in these like four minute increments it's like he's isa's like backup but when it should be the other way around like i don't believe that Mm -mm. daniel too fine to just be in the studio (laughs) to be on her being call yeah i don't let her sleep on the couch like what no like move over i'm sleeping in your bed uh. <laughs> right. like if anything i felt like her neighbor dude should have been like you know the number two yeah i um i don't know why she did that but we gonna get to her yeah we keep throwing out <laughs> i'm keep writing this down like oh lord okay dro girl the dro is like the biggest warning and, you know, my dad's Spanish, so I can say this. Like, don't trust them light-skinned Puerto Ricans. They smell <laughs> thirst like no other. And they will pick it up and run with it. Don't trust them. Dro is out here winning. And that's all I got to say about Dro. 
I mean, that's all you really can say. Like, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't get sex symbol vibe from him. I don't either, but that's what some people like. You know, he's, but, yeah. well, let's, let's look at it. He's over six feet. Um, so he's got that going. He's kind of got like a little mustache he's, and curly hair. <laughs> you know, we see some people cup of tea. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I think you might be right. He don't move me in the same way that he does you, some. You like something else. That's why. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And the thing is, too, like, I would like to see next season as well more of his wife. Mm, yeah. Because I believe he's lying. Like, I do not oh, believe course. there is an open relationship. I was in an argument about that on, on Twitter. Not Twitter, on Facebook. Where somebody was like, I don't think he's lying. And I'm like, oh my God, yes, he's he is. completely lying. It's so obvious. So obvious. Oh my God. So, yeah, that's all. So now the fun part. Ain't that funny? We got through all of them in like 27 minutes. And yeah. I do feel like we, we could spend 40 just on the big three of the show. Uh-huh. Which I'm are ready. Molly, Lawrence, and Issa. So we're going to start with Molly. So for me, I'm always rooting for Molly. I want her to win so bad. I want her to have all her coins. But now Molly has become the smart, dumb, damaged girl. Oh. Molly is the epitome of books versus common sense now. Oh, and we know far too many of those girls who far so, too many <laughs> so brilliant but dumb as goddamn rocks. Dumb. She <laughs> okay. I'm I'm gonna start with the the part that infuriates me the least about her. So at work, when they handed her that <laughs> Girl, Microsoft Word, listen, it wasn't even in color. It wasn't even on the paper. <laughs> They didn't even put no gold foil on it. It was, I just, I said, oh my God. And she didn't even have no classy comeback. Like you a lawyer, you're supposed to be super smart. Like, come on, Molly. I needed more from you. I needed a really good professional read. Yeah, that, that, no. Oh my God. No. And, and then it's like, okay, then you have the coworker, Quentin, who is clearly throwing it out there at her, like, girl, I like you. And Molly just, I mean, I guess I can't blame you. Like, you you don't want what you don't want. You You want me me to tell you what that couch scene with Molly and her coworker reminded me of? Please. Leela Rashawn waiting to exhale when she smashes Michael. But she, but she was trying to settle, like, yep. this man can give it to me. That was the exact thing. Spot on analysis. hmm Spot on. Yeah, it's like, I, and to a point now, it's like, I question, does Molly even know what she wants? Like, no, she don't. And because I think- before Quentin, okay, he wasn't the looker. He wasn't that. But then you had Sterling. Right. I don't know his name on the show, but you had Sterling, who apparently he had everything. Right, everything she wanted. But I think the twist for her was that she had this picture-perfect image of her parents. So then we watched that, you know, deteriorate, and, you know, she comes to reality, like, no relationships are perfect. But then you still, 
you know, one, you're settling. And then two, you return back to something that you know isn't going to fulfill you and already made you feel a certain certain type of way because we watched you go through those emotions of him having a wife and, you know, you getting smashed in the bathroom and, you know. So what are you doing? Smart, dumb girl. Totally. Like, in the finale, when she opened that damn door, I knew it was going to be drove. I, like, wanted to throw the remote at the television. I was so mad with her because I'm rooting for her. Like, Tyra Giff, we were all rooting for you. (laughs) Tyra Giff. And my thing is, like, if we really take it there, like, she's a lawyer. So it's not like she don't have resources to inch our private eye, investigate to find out, is this really an open marriage or is he just running game on me? Yeah, she don't want to know. That's you're right. There you go. She don't want because she know the truth. Like she knows the truth. You're right. She don't, and you know I didn't think about it like that. Like I'm thinking she's dumb, but you're right. She's being delusional. She don't. Mm-hmm. And I just, <laughs> yeah, I like you said. Like she's somebody that I wanted so much more for, and her little thirty second or thirty day montage they did on the finale. I was like, all right, she doing it. Mm-hmm. And then that last 30 seconds, I was like, God damn it. Nope. It's like she gets so far and she brings herself back. Like she's her own worst enemy. And it just, but you know, I'm going to still root for her. I'm just interested where they take her season three. So is she going to be at the black firm? Is she still going to be messing with Dro? Does his wife really find out? Is that like a drama? Otherwise, you know, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with her. Yeah. I, yeah, so many open-ended questions with her. But the one thing I will give her is that she is a good friend. Yes. Agreed. Her and Issa she, are definitely thick as thieves. She is a great friend to Issa. I love that she offered her <laughs> a place to stay. But, like, girl, you know you ain't staying here. <laughs> <laughs> But again, that goes to back to our question. Like, how old are they? Like, how old? Issa, how old are you that you are really trying to work two jobs for an apartment? Like, come on, girl. Yeah. It's time to get into a different field or something. Yeah. Yeah, I I just. Yeah. And then the other thing that, like, infuriated Molly, it was just like. Like you said, like, okay, I get it. Your world was shattered. Your your dad cheated. But then you ran and did exactly what you were just angry about. Mm-hmm. Oh, she just pisses me off. Like, Damn. I think of all the characters I might. I think when I was done, I'm in a, a insecure group. And when I was done watching the finale, I wrote, fuck Molly, fuck Issa, <laughs> good night. Like, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> like, I was just so really, fed up but they make you so upset because it's like granted you know it's all fiction but I want to see black women on TV who win is there anyone yeah. winning like Mary Jane ain't winning that's who Molly gonna end up being in. and that's what you <laughs> 15 years when I watch her because I'm like you get so so close and then you just do some dumb stuff mm-hmm. yeah I'm like she's totally gonna be being Mary Jane they have to at least give her her career or her salary like I I can deal with Molly's personal life being trash but don't 
don't, don't let her mess up her coins. Yeah. Right, don't mess up her coins. Like, I need her not to settle with that. Like, if they're trying to draw this parallel that she's settling and everything, no. She need to fight for her coins or leave and know her worth in that area. I'll wholeheartedly agree with that. Because she, 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 of all of them, has the access and the potential to yep. do so much more. Yep. And I mean, they keep her fly. Like her weave is always straight. Her clothes are always popping. Like she is hands down. Probably She's a nice apartment. Yes. Okay. Can we talk? Can we do some two snaps or something for her lingerie collection? Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I don't even friend. do lingerie like that, but I was like, damn, that bitch had options. <laughs> yes. I was impressed with that. That made me want to step my game up a little bit. Like I will say that like they keep Molly popping and you know, just for the visuals and you know, the whole black sense, like I appreciate that she's brown and they keep her snatched. You know what I mean? Like they do. always flawless. Yeah, that I'll give them a snap there. Cuz then I also feel like they try to do that with Tiffany. Yeah. Agreed. But it doesn't come off the same fly at all. No, Tiffany. Kind of the point, like they're faking, like Tiffany and Derek are faking the funk, like right. Yeah, I, like fake picture perfect, having dinner parties, but running up their credit card bills. That's what they remind me of. Oh yes, that's spot on too. All right, now we have to go into Lawrence in the Lawrence Hive. Oh. You know, <laughs> Lawrence, you know, at the, I, I, I hated him less a little bit at the end of the season too, but I don't like, I'm not a fan of his either. Um, I feel like he rushes into things and he listens to other people way too much. Lawrence is emotionally unavailable, period, point blank. And everything he does with every woman until he heals from, you know, being hurt and betrayed and lied to or whatever he feels about Issa will be the center of his interactions. And I know too many men in real life like this. They're emotionally unavailable. Yeah. And it's like, just like you said, like, this is the time for him to kind of be single and he keeps happening in these pseudo relationships. I think for him, he probably sees it as though... He's controlling the situation. And I think that's why that scene with a with whatever, what's her name? Aperna was so important because she was like, first of all, you must not know about me. I can have another unit minute for the call. <laughs> I'm out. So where he really thinks he's in control, he's not. And then he has all these emotions and ties it back to Issa because you know it's all her fault. Yeah. So I feel like that's that's the lane they gave him this entire season. So I mean I, like Lawrence ain't built for that. He's not an OG. Like the way he handled the ATM girl, what was her name? I mean, not the ATM, the bank teller girl. The Tasha. ATM girl, Tasha. Like the way he handled her was like not OG. Like you should have never went to that cookout family reunion if it was what it was. Yeah. I will say like, you know, the people in the Lawrence Hive might be able to hold their heads high at the end of season two. Like, I didn't understand how you were in the Lawrence Hive at the end of season one. Because he was, like, homeless like right. homeless and shit. <laughs> 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 so, I, 
So now, like, I mean, he got himself to, I mean, outside of relationship-wise, he got a job. He has a nice place. He still got his Jaguar, like, on paper. But why did it take him and Issa breaking up and all that drama to propel him into that? But ain't that how it always goes? Well, that's very true. Thank girl. Yes, that's true. Touche. But then, I'll say, too, like, is this a, like, I feel like he's going to end up doing the same thing now that we just sat here and talked this out because the the Facebook friend request that he sent at the end of the episode. Right, to Issa, yeah. So it was like, are you about to do the same thing? Like, you've just, like, <laughs> have you not learned anything? The whole, like, him calling Issa a hoe, like, sir, you let two white girls bone you for $46. But he was single. So technically, you know, and again, he thought he was in control of that situation. Whereas, you know, when the white girls was done, they was done and he was sitting, he was laying in looking like a hoe. <laughs> yeah, That's I'm like, you, they keep trying to play it to Lawrence. Like, I know what I'm doing. I'm good. And then it's like, oh, psych, just kidding. I'm just a little bitch ass nigga. So like, <laughs> yeah, I, I just. I, I still I, don't get the Lawrence hive. I think they 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 they're not comfortable sitting on top right now, but I feel like okay, you can wear your little Lawrence Hive T-shirt right now. I will say, like the breakup at the end was very mature, like to try to be on good terms. I'll say that, like he if he really waited for her, and you know, I didn't like how things ended. Like that was mature. Like okay, it, it was literally the only time. I felt like we've ever seen the two of them act like adults. Yeah, I agree. In his Carl Thomas sweater. <laughs> Yo, when I saw that meme this morning. <laughs> Hollered. I was like, why does everybody keep sending this? Now I know. <laughs> when I saw that this morning, I screamed. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I do think that was, it was such a, I mean, I know we said we're going to do this, but it was such a great scene Yeah. because I know it triggered for me all those times that you wish you had gotten closure or mm-hmm. were able to respectfully acknowledge what you had and say, you know, we fucked up and go on about your business. Yeah. But that damn montage. Baby. Okay. I was like, no, this is what we y'all not about to do at 1140 PM Eastern standard time. And I got to wake up at 5 AM. No. <laughs> That put me in my feelings a little bit. Yeah, because it was kind of like, what if? What if I had yeah. never done this? What if, you know, things didn't go the way they had? And I and I will say, I like the montage. I was like, oh, this I is really cute like, and loving. It's like every girl has done that. And right. I'm sure guys have too. Yep, I agree. Like, damn. If only. Oh, if only. And so... I guess to save the star of the show for last, Issa. Whew. She stresses me out. I... I have never watched a show where every single scene a woman is in with a guy, she's awkward. Like, it, <laughs> it is incredible. But again, that makes me ask, like, how old are you? How old are you really? Because you can't. It's no way. No, yeah. 
And I'm like, well, maybe are they trying to play, you know, for the awkward black girl folks who watch the web series? But I'm like, but even still, like, come on. She just stresses me out. Everything she does stresses me out. I just want so much better for her, too. Um, Because now she is, her career is in the trash right now. She's living in the guy who probably wants to really be with her, but she don't want to be with him on his couch. (laughs) She's broke. She still don't have her car. And how you don't have a car in L.A., God only knows. Like, her whole life is just, like, no. She's Lawrence now. I'm just not about that. How the tables have turned. (laughs) I mean, she still has a job, but, like, it's miserable there. I just just wish Issa wasn't so passive-aggressive. Like, she is just completely no backbone whatsoever in anything until, you know, it reaches a boiling point and then she erupts. Yeah. She, She... She's another one. She's a good friend, too. Except they apparently weren't a good friend to Kelly because nobody knew she was training for a marathon. But, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like for someone to be the lead of a show, she's literally my, my least favorite person on the show. Agree. Like, I hate to say it. I could do without Issa on the show. Give me some more Molly, some Chad, and some Lawrence, and I would probably be good. Yeah, I I don't know. Like I I I am curious to see what they do with her character. And I and I I don't know. Like I just I don't have any thoughts for her, which is weird. Like everyone else, I'm like, I hope they do this. I hope they do that. But with Issa, I really don't know. I mean, I feel like we need to see Issa grow and I think she needs to be a little bit more aggressive in anything she does, like anything in men and career, like girl, pick a goal and just go for it. I think as we talk about her awkwardness with men, especially like this whole whole face thing, I mean, look how they were even dressing her like, you know, that scene when Molly took her to the club and she had like that full coverage dress. It was like, what? (laughs) Full coverage dress? Like, girl, what are you doing? How are you supposed to get chose? Like, you need some legs or some cleavage or something. Yeah. Like, I just I, I just want them to elevate her. And I feel like they kind of try to do that with Daniel. But then it just goes left. Like, okay, she has a conversation with her girls and she's all amped. And she's like, I'm going to be a hoe with Daniel. And then, you know, she gets mad that he nuts in her eye, even though he immediately apologizes. Yeah, like the things that she blows out of proportion, like first of all, that was childish. So childish. Then when he apologized fault. and made the yeah, it was her fault. Then he apologized and, and made that joke like now we even. And she's like, What? <laughs> like, right. like girl. Like, what about that made you pissed off? Just childish. Like she needs to grow. She needs to grow up. She needs to put on her big girl pumps and panties. And just get her life together. Yeah, and I will say I did appreciate like her social messages on her sweatshirts this season. <laughs> I, that, I agree. Um, and so I love the juxtaposition in this episode in the finale where she's walking down and the lady's like a cold brew. 
you know, this is going to be the new promenade and she has on a nigga sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I like that. That was clever. Yeah, I, w- I will say that. And then even with Molly with her Trayvon shirt, like they got the tie. They, oh, they always get that right. Yeah, but I don't know what's next for her. I don't either. So, I mean, like what I would want to see from Issa is I would want to see her probably move on from that job. Is her friends have kind of said, you can't even afford to live by yourself. Like, move on to a, a job that still has service so she can still, you know, be in the community like she likes. But either get her own place and leave Daniel alone or be like, all right, we're going to be together. Because I just feel like he's still out her league. So, that's <laughs> so bad. But I, like, I girl, just, we feel like girl, that. snatch like, him up now. Right. Like, he, <laughs> like, you can't be sleeping on your Bates couch. Because, again, like, if you sleep on your Bates couch, then who's really running stuff? Like, what? Are you, I just can't. She stresses me out. She stresses me out. I will say the, <laughs> the, the true bright side of her that I really, the one part I do enjoy are her raps. Like, in the episode where, um, she saw, and I, it's only been like two or three that I really love. But the one that I fucked with the most was the one which after Lawrence blocked her. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm a button, my nigga. You just gonna block me, my nigga? <laughs> <laughs> and I think part of it, too, was because somebody I had dealt with, I'm blocked on every single social media, <laughs> like even LinkedIn. Oh. So, really? Even LinkedIn? Really? You even don't want LinkedIn. to see his professional accomplishments? <laughs> Boy, bye. I was literally blocked on everything. And so my when gosh. she did that, I was like, oh my gosh. She's like, you gonna tumbo me, my nigga? <laughs> <laughs> so as we say that, because I feel, so here's the thing. I'm tired of Issa's raps. I want Issa to do her raps. <laughs> like, I want Issa to take her raps and go out into the real world and say that to people. Like, I, I want that, Issa. Like, okay, maybe that's what they'll do for season three. No more raps. Like, rap in people's faces and say it. Like, grow up. And don't be passive aggressive or as passive aggressive. But I will say Issa Rae, the real person, I give her kudos for making a show that is so authentic in its moments. Like, mm-hmm. I got into a car accident because I looked at a dick pic from <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> I hollered at that. That was so I hollered. Because I felt like, oh my god, that could be me. Like, right. <laughs> of the show are really spot on yeah it's like Issa I mean and of course she is or you know somebody is the writers are like literally watching black twitter like girl let me tell you what the yes. topics for today <laughs> oh this is what we gonna make this scene hmm yes that 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 dick pic accident <laughs> that dick pic caught our accident <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't get much more black Twitter than that. Yes. So I'm. I'm just. I don't know. And I was thinking this, and I said this to you. Like sometimes I feel like for this season, though, compared to season one, I feel like I aged out. Season one was like super relatable. I could super get into it, totally see it. Where season two, I'm just like, eh. like still good, but eh. no. I definitely saw some commentary that said the same. Like. You know, the last two episodes of this season saved the show for them. Mm. They were going to walk away. Some people were still disappointed in the finale. Um, But yeah, I I think this season I questioned their age way more 
Yeah, definitely. Than I ever had before. Agreed. Because some some things are just, it just wasn't realistic for, you know, a 32-year-old woman. Not at all. Not at all. So any final thoughts? No, it's a wrap. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep cheering for Molly next season. That's my girl, hands down. Well, I want I her to win told, so bad. I am the president of the Kelly Hive, so <laughs> that is who Kelly I ride with. She really did. You can't argue with that. Like She was comic relief. She was on point. She was memorable. And she's like living her best life. And everyone else is just trash. And she's just like, oh, well, I'm winning. Hmm. Yes. Like, she is the greatest. And I love, and I think the other thing, too, is just like how she silences the other characters sometimes. Mm. (laughs) It's just like, shut up. Yeah. I just like that about her. Yeah. I th- and now that you said that, I do feel like out of that girl circle, she's probably the most respected because they don't really come for her. Like, they obviously, they all come for Issa. They throw shade to Molly, but nobody really comes for Kelly when you think about it. And even it. when they were about to, like, <laughs> when um, in the finale last night, when Tiffany was like, we're pregnant, and she was like, you knew. She was like, girl, we're closer. Don't trip. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And they just roll their eyes and deal yeah, with it. Yeah, they were just like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so she's the true breakout star, I feel like. Agreed. She's oh, awesome. Michelle. They need to definitely give her more screen time. Oh, please do. Like, she needs to be in every episode. Mm-hmm. And I think they could put Chad in, like, five of the eight. Cause, and I'll say this, too, because I don't know a lot of people always complain about the length of the show. And I had to tell someone, like, when have you ever seen HBO do an hour-long comedy? They do oh, our dramas. They, do, yeah. they don't do our comedies. Yeah, I said, right. but they do need to give the show more than eight episodes. Yeah. So I think we should push for 10 to 13 episodes like Veep and Curb Your Enthusiasm and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, thanks for coming and chatting with me. Thanks for having me. This is so much fun. I finally got all my thoughts out. My God. Oh, yes. It feels good. <laughs> I will say, like, I have been wanting to talk about it, but I'm just like, I wasn't doing new episodes. So this is perfectly timed. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks again. Thank you. Have a good night. All right, guys, that's it for episode 28 of the Boonie Breakdown podcast. I really hope you guys enjoyed the treat of having two brand new episodes in one week. Uh, We'll be back with regular postings every Monday for season two. So just put that back onto your calendars. Also, feel free to engage and let me know your thoughts about this episode and episode 27 using the hashtag the Boonie Breakdown and the hashtag pod in p-o-d-i-n yeah appreciate all the shares for the episode um remember to share and when you do share include a link just makes it easier for people to find the podcast all right just remember facebook and instagram you can find us the boonie breakdown on twitter we're just boonie breakdown and that's it for me guys so until next time